Hey, what's going on, world? It's your girl Simone, and you are tuned into another episode of Bonnets and Durags, a Pillow Talk podcast. So today, um, I have some super special guests with me. I have Skip again. He just is like a regular on the show. <laughs> but and I also have Cuddy. You Cuddy Palance. Um, and I also have my dear friend Jamise. Actually, this whole podcast segment was her idea. Like she can't Hello. hit us up, like, hey, you know, we need I need some advice on this. You guys are great doing this. Let's try to get like a, a Twitter thread or something going on. We were like, you know what? Let's turn this into a podcast. So thank you for your lovely idea and thank you all for coming. I really appreciate it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I just did um, little mini intros, but each person, I'm going to have you guys introduce yourself, you know, where you're from, um, your social media handles and what you've got going on. So go ahead, Jamise, you can start. Okay, um, I'm Jamise. Um, I'm from New York. I'm from Westchester, so I guess we could just skip right over that. Um, <laughs> and my social media handle is Jamise, my name, J-A-M as a Mary, I-C-E, of course. Um, on everything, Instagram, Twitter, those are the only two things I use. And I just launched a platform just kind of highlighting Black men and women living their best life. And I wrote a book last year, so I guess I'm an author. Mm-hmm. And congrats, yeah. Congrats, Look congrats. at you. Okay. okay. Shout out to you. So what? So explain Thank the you. platform a little bit. You said you, you just launched that platform. Tell people what it is. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, the platform launches in June, but I did, I am kind of like having takeovers and kind of just introducing a little bit. So the platform is basically highlighting how we as black men and women can handle partying and business. So basically being partying professionals, because I'm a big fan of brunch, but I'm all about my hustle as well. So Mm. I'm just kind of highlighting people doing the same thing. So yeah, thank you for that. Okay, yeah, we're definitely looking forward to that. Um, so I'm gonna let y'all go because most people already know who I am and what I do. <laughs> but y'all go ahead. <laughs> well, I guess I'll go since I'm new. Um, what's up, world? I'm Cuddy Palance. I'm um, the owner of Palance Entertainment. Um, I also do. I also promote parties. I host events. I try to curate events too. But you uh, said try, you do. <laughs> right, <laughs> it's not an attempt. All right, fine. I curate events, and right. I also have a radio show. Even when every Wednesday nights, nine to twelve, come back the next group week. Chat. Come you're back with us right now. Facts, yeah. <laughs> I, I I made sure to clear this day to be here. First of all, I've been feeling to be here, <laughs> so I'm finally here. So I'm excited. Yeah, you're on the show finally. <laughs> so, loyalty, loyalty, I'm hype. <laughs> So that's that's Cuddy Palance. You can follow me on all social medias at C U T T Y P A L A N C E. The minute you search it, it pops right up. So wait, so it's not Palance like the song? Yeah, P A L A N C E. But don't they say Palance? Like yeah, song, but so why are you saying Palance? Because <laughs> I got so used to. Because when you when people say it to me, I got so used to like the American version, oh, like okay. Palance, and then it just mm. I feel like it sounds better than Cuddy Palance. It's like, oh, okay. yeah. So I was like, I'm gonna mm-hmm. stay there. Got it. <laughs> keep it like that. Make sure that y'all know the correct pronunciation of Cuddy Palance. Palance. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, so I was here like two episodes ago. So right. Make Which, that was a great episode, by the way. Thank you, I really thank enjoyed you. that episode. I, I went looking back into a lot of the Childish Gambino stuff because of you. So, yes. yo, because I, oh, look, look, when I'm a stand for an artist, like, I get into the nitty gritty. So, before, everyone's like, who is this guy? Mm-hmm. Skip from me, K. 
um, which is funny. I was born in Queens, but I moved to BK when I was like five. So I was moved like I lived most of my life in in Brooklyn. Um, <laughs> social media, everything: Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, like carry, carry, carry branding, everything. Consistent as branding. You really use Tumblr? Tumblr? No, nah, I mean that's how I met uh, Jamis though. Like oh, I, met, wow. I met a lot of people. Yeah, Tumblr. no. That's wild. Lit. I, try, I tried. It didn't work out. No I mean, it's cool. It's, it's it now. It's a uh, it's a hostile world of people mm-hmm. like people trying to be these uber woke people that are trying to yeah. everybody else on. Like that's the reason why I'm on Twitter now. All my Tumblr people are on Twitter, so I was I'm like, I need to still talk to them. So <laughs> like, safe place Twitter. Uh huh. So that's what it is. That's crazy. Um, also, speaking of Childish Gambino, so how did you guys feel about the This Is America video that I dropped last week? Wait, wait, let, let Jimmy's go first. Yes, 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 because I see you got a lot to say. Go ahead, Jimmy. You go right after. You go He's right like, after. Um, yeah. Honestly, I've watched it maybe three times the mm-hmm. max because I, I feel like it's a little, it hit me a little fast with the whole shooting thing. But, um, again, like, violence doesn't, I don't know, I really like death and violence, so I feel like I shouldn't really indulge in it. But anyways, <laughs> wait, um, it was, it was kind of, like, in your face, and the end really confused me. Like, when he was running, I didn't really get that, so I think watching yeah, I the little you. We know you do. <laughs> on Twitter mm-hmm. and going back and kind of looking at the video, I really got to, like, watch it again i'm not i don't really have much thoughts on that because mm. i didn't i didn't really indulge in it that much okay skip cuddy i know no, you, Cuddy, you Cuddy have had a, the energy. An first of all yeah go ahead <laughs> first of all this video gave everything that is wrong with america to the fucking core like there was they he didn't miss not one thing you get what i'm saying like even I, right, mm-hmm. even from the littlest things, like the people was talking about, like the the, the death man on the on the white horse that came by, right? Mm-hmm. When he run mm-hmm. across, there was a police car with sirens right next to the, the the horse. So in a sense, you could say, yo, there's a cop that's probably about to shoot somebody or whatever the case is. So that's why the death ho- the the death horse is there. In the beginning, you talking when he shot when he shot the dude in the in the with the mask and they dragged the body out. When he shot the choir, everybody was like, why he's shooting people? Black on black crime is a very big situation. Also, um, the way he was moving, you could kind of contest that to mental health. Um, there was a part where those people watching everything going on with their camera phones or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. if we've ever watched Black Mirror, like a lot of Black Mirror s ish s stuff was happening in this video. Mm-hmm. And then he he does all that, and then to to mask it with the dancing, right? And then even with the little kids coming out, these are innocent kids dancing with school uniforms on. Of course, the mm. school shootings. Innocent kids that's just having fun. And then it's like all of this. And I'm, I didn't even touch on a lot of shit. It was just like a, a diff, like little bits and pieces. It was just like, yo, this was the video that we needed. Like You could have muted the song and still witnessed a whole bunch of stuff. I had mm. to see this video almost a million times just mm-hmm. so I could like really pinpoint what was happening behind the scenes. Like, yeah. I didn't even notice the dance. Like that, I seen the dancing, I was like, yo, the dancing is cool, but it was too much going on in the background. I'm like, nah, there's something more than this besides the dancing. So I kept looking at the video it's just yeah. to do it's that. It's funny that you said there's too much going on in the background where I feel like this is a video you have to see at least three three or four times. Oh, no, more than that, time, bro. Bro. No, because yeah. the first time you're watching it, 
I'm I'm only looking at Childish, right? Same. Second time I'm watching, I'm watching the people around Childish. The third time you're looking at the background. You're looking at the background. So yeah. I know Cuddy was explaining a certain situation. There's a situation where someone like mm. did a suicidal scene, and mm-hmm, you're still dancing. So if you're not up. paying attention. Mm-hmm. You're seeing the dancing, but someone just leaps off and they just die. Died, right? yeah. Second thing is when it comes what? to the guns, right? Yeah, it was a part. Guns, yeah. If you see both of the guns, how they're they're taken care of. Like mm-hmm. I saw it in an article, and I was like, I didn't I didn't see it until I watched it again. Mm-hmm. So the first gun scene, yeah. when he shoots a person, someone comes with like a with red, red rag and puts it, and yeah. it drags the they body. They drag the body like it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And when he had the assault rifle, supposed to mimic that, uh, I think Dylan Roof scene where he like bang yeah. it up. And then the they church. came, Shot and the they church. came again yeah. with the red velvet Back. thing to get the gun. So it was like we put on a pedestal like the weaponry in this country, but we don't put black lives on a pedestal so when people get triggered it's not really about the black on black crime because he's supposed to be like jim crow like the whole mannerisms he's yeah, supposed yeah, to yeah. be mm-hmm. so i when i was watching him i wasn't looking at him like childish gambino like or donald glover it's kind of like when he was um in that episode in atlanta when he was like white face like i just saw him as a blank character and he was just doing Teddy things yeah, yeah he was just doing things to show you like look you guys are paying attention to all the entertainment, right? Mm-hmm. And it's okay, but just understand that behind the scenes, real things There's are a lot happening. Of sh- and if you get distracted by that, it's going to happen. You're going to still see entertaining dances and everyone's going to have good music, but this is how they're getting you. And the last scene with the running, you pay attention to like mostly white people, but he always saying in the background, you know, black man, you know, get, get your money, money yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So like right. we are consumed. So people want to have elements of us, but they don't want to ever be us. Mm-hmm. So when we're making stuff, right. they want to chase us for like the content. They want to chase us for our culture. They want to chase Get us out. for the music, but they don't ever want to embrace us. Embrace they don't want to show yeah. us any love. So him running away is like, yo, I'm trying to get my money. I'm trying to get my Chasing life. That but they want you. They don't really care about you, but they want you for consumption. Mm-hmm. They want to consume you. So right. that's, that's the whole purpose of oh, that okay. scene. You feel me? And, I mean, it goes. The, oh, my fault. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. It goes back to even like with Get Out. Like you know, what I'm saying when they when they seen the black guys, all they kept saying was, "Oh my God, like do you play golf? Do you do you play basketball? Oh my God, your your right. shoulder. Oh my God, is it true what they say? You know what I'm saying? It's like they they want they want what we can provide, but it's like I don't want to just be that. I don't want to be that color. I just want his attributes. Yeah, because a lot of people were saying right. um, that it seemed like he was coming out of the sunken place in that last part. Also, too, it's something that I read that I didn't even think about. Like, you know the part where he's like, like he points the gun around the kids mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the kids um, like scatter? Um, though there's like 17 seconds before he starts into his new scene where he's like smoking and he like goes on the car or whatever. Yeah. People have said that those 17 seconds of silence were attributed to the Parkland um, kids who were shot. Oh, okay. And that's something I, I was like, that. whoa. Oh, that's wow. Like, I didn't that's even think about yeah, that. Like, yeah, deep. like there are just so many things that people have unpacked from this video. Mm. I've watched it at least like a good 16 times. Yo, I watched that video so many I gotta so go back and watch it. Yeah. And I've never seen Atlanta either. Like I have never seen yo, what, Atlanta. Yo, what? Yo, Jamise, you're killing yeah, us. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be out here watching RuPaul's Drag Race. That's, <laughs> that's where my life be. So I gotta watch Atlanta. Yeah. And I'm still trying to figure out why Sizzle was on the car. Like those are my... I think it's just a nod to their collaboration. And someone said that she was supposed to be like the, the Statue of Liberty or whatever. Oh, I didn't even, I didn't even. Yeah. Oh. I but I don't so think far. people really like read too deep 
deeply yeah, into her. I've seen her there. I was just like, oh, okay. cameo. Yeah. <laughs> and the, and what's weird too is like hearing like different artists. I definitely heard Young Thug, and I heard Twenty One Savage like in the background. And, and child, or not childish. Um, I think Quavo um, was there. I think Chance Quavo. the Rapper. You see, that Chance was the, the thing. I didn't there. that I didn't I didn't listen to the vocals too much because I was so into the video. Like, mm. so you guys so listen to it again because yeah, um, I heard I heard that too, I heard, but I never I didn't really look listen to the video. I think one of my homies homie he posted about how he had an idea of like he told uh donald glover yo why don't we use some of like your rapper friends like instruments because it kind of remind me of if you are like uh was it donnie trumpet and the social experiment it's like one of uh, uh chance the rapper's friends how they use people as in each song you didn't know who popped up on the song mm. but when you listen to it, it's like oh snap busters on the song oh snap this person so they basically just use the ad-libs and the energy so there was no chance. There was Quavo mm. and there was Young Thug and there was like I think Young Block, NBA. There's like there's like at least six. Voices. At least my son Thugger was on that John. Of course, he has he's the I love Young Thug. Oh my god, a lot of God. Th- thank you. Thank I don't, I don't want to do too much and get into him too much, but th- thank you <laughs> because <laughs> people be trying to sleep on my man's and they don't understand the kind of energy he has in his music, the type of talent he does on the beat. But we, don't, yeah. we ain't even got we ain't got the time to crazy. do that. <laughs> we Did you got guys that watch time. the um, unpacking right now? <laughs> right. Did you guys watch the um women's edit version of it? Nah, I didn't. I refuse. Um, <laughs> 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 Why? Why? There was this, I'm only, um, no, I'm only watching women's edit. If it was by a black woman. Was it by a black woman? Right. Oh, it was no, a white it woman. It was oh, the white woman. woman. Yeah. Oh, you should have yeah. just said the whitewash version. I would be like, oh, okay, I know the what you're talking about. Version, <laughs> the gentrified yeah. version of this. Nah, I, I just glanced at it. And but yeah, no. Um, I was just gonna say there was like a ton of backlash from that uh, for obvious reasons. But the thing is though, like this is this wasn't for you. This wasn't for you to gentrify. This wasn't for you to speak about your issues as a, as a double minority as a black woman i understand what she was trying to say about like you know mm-hmm. like female issues but this is not the time or the place and if so if you want to speak about that create something different you don't sit here did? and she completely pulled the Kim K, yo. and like the this is america yes. by challenge was like beyonce it's like every time beyonce yes. does something give it like 24 to 48 hours mm-hmm. kim k does something where it's like you know what? She's naked. Let, let me show <laughs> yeah. some nipples. Yeah. Let me show some curves. Yeah. The attention's not on me. Let like, me. Uh, it's like bring every it back. time. Look back at every major post she's had. <laughs> every single It's like she's time. a she following Beyonce. That's what they she's, do. She's selfish, and we don't care. We don't see your <laughs> yeah, whole vagina. Yeah, we don't really care. Yeah, I mean, Kim and Kanye is. You know what? You know, I don't even. No. I don't want to. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I'm not giving we even him got any time. I don't even got the energy for these people, bro. We're not going to talk about him, but Got we're going to talk about the mental, importance of mental, the mental health. health. Yes. So before we actually started recording, I was talking about like, yo, I need a therapist, bro. And it's not like, and before y'all listen, I'm I'm in a good place in life. I'm got a good Facts. job. I got good friends. I'm networking. Disclaimer: okay. You do not need to be in a bad place in your life to True. go to therapy. therapy yeah. I just need maintenance. I That's need maintenance. Fast. That's what I need. I need maintenance because you know I'm cooling it, but I need to. I want to get to that next level of just mental kind of like clarity yeah so that's what i was talking with cuddy yeah. and, and some i mean it's always good um i heard this somewhere and like before i used to, i'm not gonna lie i used to be against therapy and psychiatry and all of that stuff and mind you i went to school for psychology the, the crazy interesting <laughs> so um, amazing i was really against it but you know as i got older and i started realizing like certain things you could be in the best place in the world but then there's going to be certain things you can't cope with or you can't <laughs> handle and you just kind of want to move on from so it's better to just talk to somebody who First of all, is not biased. Who doesn't know you from a hole in the wall and has that mental right. knowledge to to kind of give you the best advice or the best kind of segue into something with life. So it's like you're just explaining 
what's something could be bothering you, something that you probably can't handle, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it just kind of alleviates yeah. the pressure. Because, of course, if you talk, it's cool to have friends. You talk to your friends. But then let's say you get caught up in something. You're telling your friends. Your friends obviously is going to be biased and go based on what they know. They don't have the knowledge of a mental of what the brain capacity is or how emotions exactly. work or right. whatever. And you sometimes know what you just don't want your That's friends judging you or speaking on your issues. Issues, yeah. Like, yeah, like I know there's something. Like, and oh, go ahead, Jamise. Oh, no, go ahead, Simone. I was just going to say, um, there are just some things that I just don't feel comfortable telling my friends and my family. Mm-hmm. Just because I, I, there are things where like I don't need to hear. I already know what your answer is going to be or your response is going to be. I don't need to hear that. Fact. Um, so sometimes my friends yeah. get mad at me for being super private about my life. Like I don't, I don't post about um, all of my downfalls. I don't post about my relationship. Like I don't, I don't feel the yeah. need to like exploit myself on social media and create this whole woe is me kind of thing. So I would I much that. rather go speak to a therapist. And before um, yeah. we got online, I mean, got on air, I was telling them like the importance of having a, a black therapist. And there's even a resource called Therapy Therapy for Black Girls where you can go based on, like search for the appropriate therapist based on like your, your location, your zip code, whatever. So I think, and I think what, what ends up happening with us is like we kind of shy away from therapy because it's not really celebrated in our community. That's a like, for, for my family and my parents, like I love my parents to death, but they were ne- they're never people that I could go to and be like, oh my god, I'm dealing with this like this issue. I'm having anxiety. I'm having a mental breakdown. Like, cause then yeah. my parents might think like, oh shoot, are you trying to kill yourself? Like yeah, they're not yeah, thinking like, okay, yeah. like, right. let's talk you about pray this. About like, it. Yeah, like oh, you better pray about it. Like we got we got to stop with the oh, pray it out, like <laughs> sleep it off. No, it, it's deeper than that. That's you know, so go ahead, Jamie. That's, that's definitely um, interesting because, like, I feel like I'm very open with mental health only because, like, I know that I suffer from anxiety. Like, I suffer from anxiety disorder, and I didn't know what it was mm-hmm. until I, until my friend recommended, like, maybe you should go talk to someone. And it's just, one, I agree, like, with the whole bias thing about your family and your friends and then also like in Caribbean culture mm, and or in it, Christian child. culture speak like they don't they don't it's, it's not even something that is an option like you know so um but seeing a therapist like the first time that I went to a therapist just to get everything out my dog, just to get every everything out and to have someone like I guess mirror it back to you because when you hear yourself you already made up your mind on like where you stand in the situation and then for someone to mirror or I guess regurgitate it back to you you kind of hear like the story in a different way if you get what I'm saying Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and sometimes you can just figure your own self out and then for someone to tell you like hey you're not bugging or you're not crazy like you have anxiety or you have this or you have that. It's just nice to know that you know what's going Like, you have someone who can tell you what's going on with you because it's really hard to, like, feel a certain way. Like, you'll be having a good day and then all of a sudden something just creeps up on you and you're like, but nothing's going on. Like, nothing's wrong with me mm-hmm. right now. Are you but ever being one of those off. moods where it's just like you're sad for no reason? Yeah. You have no idea why you're right. sad and you yeah, can't yeah, get out of that Yeah, funk? yeah, yeah. That happened to me not too long ago. Yeah. And then it's just like everybody's yeah. coming for you now. Like, oh, mm-hmm. why you don't just talk about it? I don't know what's wrong with me, bro. I just, this is just <laughs> <Right>. me. <laughs> like, I can't tell <laughs> you what's let happening. You let me unplug and recharge yeah. and I'll come back. And I got you. Like. It's always so interesting because, well, me personally, I'm an introvert. I like to consider myself an 
extroverted into introvert i'm extroverted when i need mm. to be but i noticed that like with people who have extrovert personalities there's this expectation that you have to be good 100 percent of the time i could speak on that and so yeah please do now. because it, it's crazy because we have this expectation like oh you're always so happy and cheerful like you're not supposed to have a bad day Yo, and it, what do we do like we're like oh my god what's yeah, wrong with like cutty? Just, cutty must have an issue if he's not on a thousand like at all times you like know? with me it's like like I just had this issue with somebody recently. Like, I was just not in the mood. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just didn't want to talk. And then it was just like, oh, so what I did to you? What's wrong? What's going on? Da, da, da. It's like, right. just chill. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I understand because, like, my energy is always on a thousand no matter where I'm at, no matter what I'm doing, no matter who I'm around. Like, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? But there's going to be days where it's just like, yo, I'm not even feeling it today. I'm going to just chill. And then it's like, oh, you coming from a long day of work or whatever it is. You just want to just relax. And then it's just like people's taking it personal or they trying to say this. They trying yeah. to say that. And you're like, yo, it's not even it's never that serious. Like even now, like I take yeah. pride in just not stressing no more. Like I'm trying to mm-hmm. like Mac, but there's going to be days where I'm not going. I don't want to be on a thousand. Like I just want to just be on 50. Like just just let me Mac. And then I'll, yeah. I'll get to where I got to get to. So it's like when when you in that. When you're in that, and every time somebody see you, you're excited. The minute they see you down, they taking it personal, or they did something wrong, or you don't want to speak to them, or you don't want to be cool with them no more, or whatever the situation. That's that's what now is gonna like kind of annoy the shit out of me, cause then it's like, now I gotta talk about your shit. Like you just mm-hmm. like, what do you, what's wrong with you, bro? I'm, don't take it personal. Like this is just right. me just for today. Like, and it's, you know what I mean? It's so crazy because, like, I'm a para, so I basically, I'm a one-on-one teacher for special needs kids, usually mm-hmm. with, like, emotional and behavioral issues. And I realized that, especially because I work in the Bronx, so it's a very, in a really low-income neighborhood, and I really enjoy that because I hated when I was younger, like, when I just woke up and it was having a bad day, that adults say to kids all the time, like, you don't have nothing to be mad about. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't pay no bills, <laughs> you don't do anything. And I'm just like, As if kids Yo, can't struggle. Like, there are kids stressed, like, there is so much stress, especially puberty. Looking at Big Mouth and looking back, I'm just like, yo, we really, we really went, went so much it. in high school. <laughs> yo, I used to get teased because I had pimples, yo. They, they had a nickname for right. me. <laughs> I was just like, yo. So it's just like, we, I feel like mental health, when we talk about mental health, it's so nice to have, like, as crazy as Twitter is, it's so nice to have people like you guys to talk to and converse with. But I just feel so bad for children who don't really mm-hmm. understand like there's so many emotions other than happy, sad, and mad. Like mm-hmm. they don't yeah. understand what anxiety and jealousy is because they're not taught that. So it's like even mental health in children, they're placed on this little in this little box like they have behavioral issues. But you don't understand that kids may have anxiety and kids may bug out because they don't understand they're not mad, they're not happy, they're not angry. So what they don't understand where to place that emotion. So they just act out. Mm-hmm. So just speaking on that and how adults push us to the side because like even now like at my age like still living in my in my parents house like you don't really have any girls you don't have nothing to be stressed about and i'm like oh you have no idea yeah like right. four years of college will stress you out <laughs> right yeah <laughs> i feel that i feel that I mean, like let me ask you a question like wait you was about to say my fault let me hear the question first what do you, what do you, um in terms of social media versus mental health? Because a lot of now, because back in the day we used to we used to play outside. We we were forced to be around people, but now right. as time is growing, like we could literally just meet somebody just from posting a pic on Instagram, and then boom, somebody's in your DM, and you don't know that person at all, or whatever the case is. Do you think that can? I mean, it can, but 
how do we balance that? Like, what do y'all think on that? Like, in terms of social media, mental health, like you were saying earlier about jealousy and, you know, people trying to put up a front or, you know, just conversing with people on Twitter or whatever the case is. How you think that can kind of... Um, so here's my thing. Um, real quick, I'm going to answer that question and jump into mine. Uh, I feel like the most important thing, and this is all for actually watching J. Cole's interview with Angie Martinez, and he was explaining his long hiatus from social media, is to understand how I live social media is I am literally the same person on every platform. So for me, it's not fake. Mm -hmm. Like, this is me. So if you have an issue, this is how I am. Like, I'm going to, oh, this is your project. This. So for me, I never had an issue. My issue was when I encountered people that portray themselves differently on different platforms. So I'm universally mm. the same. Like, I've been still the sad boy that just throws out happiness. and like, <laughs> Oh, man, do you. I see this dough. I'm going to help you out. But I've been, I mean, I'm not as sad as I was, like, at 19. I'm going to be 28 course, this year. But course. to understand that social media is, it is what you make it. It's literally like the Matrix. Like, when you walk into it, what are you trying to be? Are you trying mm -hmm. to change your avatar to be some cool person? Are you mm -hmm. trying to portray yourself to be something else? Mm -hmm. Are you trying to flex? Like, I don't need to flex with nobody. Like, I'm doing a lot of things. Like, I told Cuddy aside, I have things lined up. I know he has things like that. I am not trying to impress these people. I'm only trying to work that's with myself. Mm -hmm. that's, a, that's a I'm fact. trying to work with my friends, and we're going to flex up together. But I don't need to impress you. Because a lot of people that are doing this, are coming from an insecure place. Like, they need the attention. I don't need no attention. I already know I got it from the people that matter. And once you I understand agree. that, you. then you'll know that social media is what you make of it. If you go there because you don't have quality friends, you don't have this, and you use it in a way like, oh, I need people to talk to me, so let me post a thirst trap. Let me post this. Let me talk about this. Let me try to buy these things. Oh, I went on these vacations to do cool things that mm -hmm. I can't afford, and now I'm in debt. Mm -hmm. Like, nobody's going to help you get out of these things. So you got to... Once once them hunting lakes is on, bro, nobody cares. Yeah, no more. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? No one gives yeah. a fuck. Yeah, oh, so it's like it's so for what? temporary. For what? I I've I'm gonna put people... a pin in that. What'd you say? I'm gonna put a pin in what you guys are saying because, like, further into the episode, I'm gonna tie that together with something right. else. So that's that was good. Yeah, I was just gonna say I've been hearing so many people say like, oh well, I can't leave this job or I gotta get a side hustle so I can support my lifestyle. But your lifestyle that you're trying to support is to impress other people on social media. For what? Okay. <laughs> For like, what? Now you don't have a savings and now you can't, you don't have any kind of mobility. You can't move on oh, because- drag me. Right? <laughs> this is not a personal drag. But no, like, honestly, for me, like, and I'm, I'm not the one to try to impress people either. But like living down here, I'm realizing there's no way I can save my money. And how yeah. on top of that, can I save my money and also try to impress people who could care less about me? You know, my social media right. is for my bag. And that's it. Yo, if I if I wasn't doing what I was doing, if I was some regular ass nine to five kind of do, I wouldn't I would just delete everything because like, mm. I, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of nine to five, so this episode is going to be called "In the Business of," um, and so I really just wanted That's you a guys creative to, ass name. <laughs> thank you. Yo. You could be in the business of whatever. I know for me, I'm in the business of PR and marketing, but I'm also in not in the business of changing a man. So uh, like, <laughs> okay, girl. So you know talk what I mean. Talk. Not that, okay. Talk that bag. But, but no, like you obviously you can be invested in whatever you think. Um, helps you grow personally or, you know, whatever your career is or your creative ventures. Um, so I wanted everyone to speak on that and explain the successes or challenges that you face 
in your endeavors, whether it's within your career, whether it's with like hosting or event planning or whatever the case may be. Um, so yeah, so I mean, I guess I could start. Um, so like I said, my nine to five, um, I work in PR and marketing. Well, I actually don't work in PR anymore. So I do content marketing um, for a black owned publication company. Okay. Um, yeah. Yes. Come on now. Now. Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm feeling talk. very blessed to be, to be at this space. That's good. Um, some of the marketing I do is for um, well-known brands like Bossup and Madame Noir and Cassius and Global Grind. Get, so it, get, it's pretty cool. Get, girl. Yes. You, I knew this was boss I'm lady. I'm doing my little thing, okay? See, I knew this, I knew I this was to, boss this, lady. This is literally what I moved down here for. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm so excited and so blessed to be in this space. And I Congrats hope that it continues on. Thank you. Nice. Um, so, but, like, spilling over into, like, my, my five to nine life, I still do a little bit of marketing and event planning. Um, so on the side, like I do, uh, I host events, mm-hmm. curate events, as you would say, um, the hashtag we met on Twitter day party. I've had two activations of that so far and they've been going pretty well. They're small, but you know, we're just growing as I'm saying we're, it's just, Pop it. girl, keep go- girl, I'm, I'm trying to grow. Don't talk about it. It's, it's small. It, girl, right. you got a hit on your hands. Oh, thank you, you better. Right. Fact, you, you better. <laughs> I appreciate y'all. And then I have this podcast going, which is more of just like a like a, a leisure thing, but I absolutely love it, and I love having um, my guests on, and I think that I could take it to the next step, so I will try you really that. Can. Uh, thank you. So, like for me, like a success um, within my content marketing job, um, I've definitely <coughs> have said like this is it's so crazy. In 2017, I put on my 2018 goals list that I wanted to learn how to do paid social media. Um, so I wrote that out, manifest that, and now I do paid social for my job. But what helped mm. me get there is I started taking um, courses, online courses, through this service called Udemy or Udemy or whatever, U-D-E-M-Y dot com. Mm-hmm. And you can buy courses and whatever you want for like 10 to $15. So I was doing like okay. this. Yeah, Taking I was doing notes. like this. Digital, <laughs> yes, please. I literally tell everyone about this. Anything you want to know or learn for the low, low, go on there. Um, and I learned how to do a little bit of paid social and just, and then I also got Google analytics certified, um, because I knew, <laughs> I knew that yo, like, yo. the job that I wanted, I needed to, to manifest those skills and apply it. So when I'm in my interview, I'm like, Oh yeah, actually I know. <laughs> and I did all of that in a matter of like a month. So the su- success of my job is being able to, um, you know, continue on with like my, my skill set and advancing my skill set. Um, but a challenge for me maybe is trying to understand if I need to go back to school, like get my master's degree to advance in the field of marketing. And it's so crazy mm. because it's split down the middle in the industry. Some people will say, no, you don't need it. Just keep on doing doing your thing and getting more experience. And other people will say, no, but you need your master's um, because that's how you're going to advance. So I'm literally stuck in that case. Um, and then when mm. it comes to like my creative ventures, uh, success of the we met on Twitter day party is me being able to be a dot connector and introduce people, um, you know, in whatever capacity, whether they're meeting someone that they're taught they like and they're talking to or a business partner, whatever the case may be. I just want to get 
all of us in one room together so we can um, network and create something bigger and better from there. Um, but a challenge is living down here in New York City <laughs> and there are so many events going on and event spaces cost an arm and a leg because I don't have the hookup because I can't right. get spaces for free like that. So that's a challenge. But I, I'm making my way through and then with the podcast, um, a success is just being able to um, have you all on the show and get to know you all personally. I feel like this is how I've personally grown my network. Like just out mm-hmm. there, um, I I met Reek and Mouse from the He Man um, Women Show. Yeah, yeah, from yeah, that yeah. show. And I I love that show. <laughs> I really so it was like yeah, a low yeah, key yeah, like yeah. a little fangirl moment. And um, yeah, and so they introduced themselves, and I was like, oh yeah, this is cool. And I built a connection because Reek was like, yo, if you ever need somebody on your show, let me know. Yeah, like, facts. so it's like things like that that like you know inspire me and make me feel like, oh, okay, you know, cool. Like I'm making my my way down here. But with podcasting, I've just been trying to figure out how I can um, monetize it because I look at podcasts like The Read, who are like plastered all over the subway system. Right. And, and I know they, <laughs> and they're going to be an They're Yes. And these are just two people from Oklahoma who just love talking shit on a microphone and they are optimizing and monetizing the shit out of their podcast. So if this is right. a way that I could make some money, that would be awesome and I will find a way. All right, real quick before the other the other two. Um, yes. just want to jump in on that. So, 2018, I think your podcast started like around like 2008, 2009. I think their podcast was like about three, about four years I old. I think they started in 2014, yes. Yeah. So, the thing what? is, especially. <laughs> I, didn't even, I heard a podcast, but yeah. I didn't even think about so, them So, the back thing then. is, especially with. But it's like the Tascone did, Tascone too. So, when it comes to like, uh, kind of like the segmentation of like competition. So, what it is, is because they've been in the game for mm-hmm. four years, right? And they're building their platform and consistent good product, right? So right now we have an oversaturation of the game when it comes to podcasts. Yes. So what that means is mm. a lot of people are making podcasts. Now the thing is, is about who sticks with it. Yeah. Because you gotta make it past that first second year, right? Mm-hmm. Keep doing it. Keep having. Keep building. Keep evolving, right? So there's a lot of people that make podcasts. Do they make it into like the fourth year, the fifth year? So. It's going to come, but it's not going to come quickly. It's kind of like building, like, as an artist or as a creative, we're building our fan bases. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this is a good product. So I would just say just keep doing it. But Facts. it's all about the consistency because as long as you have a good product, you keep networking, you meet a lot of people, and you keep bringing on great talent, you mm-hmm. get their audience, and you keep doing that. Mm-hmm. It, but it's, it's really the hardest thing is the consistency because yeah, a lot of people be going up, and then they kind of, like, fall and off. And they so. fall off, yeah. yeah. Even when I first met you and you told me about it, the name stuck. I was just like, mm-hmm. yo... <laughs> I just like the name. It was yeah. like the name is so catchy. It's like one of the catchiest names I've ever, catchiest titles I've ever heard of Thank for you. anything. So I was just, for anything like Simone radio. has words. That's what they does <laughs> have. Words, she got bigger. Okay. Like. <laughs> so that's what I was Thank like. You. Yo, this, you. So this, you could carry this like really, really far because oh, no, so. nobody really has something this creative. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even freaking when Skip hit me up like, yo, did you get your do rag? I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah. are mandatory. I'm Even like, though I, I can't find my large bonnet and I'm so, pissed about yeah, it. it makes but, sense. Yeah. But, you know, I was like, this is dope. Like, <laughs> when, you, when you do the research, and, and she has a great voice for this yeah. type of like. Yeah, you, yo, you get a do rag and a bonnet. Yes. You, get a, you get a do-rag and a bonnet fashion designer or something or other. Listen. Yo. <laughs> Listen, you want to be a sponsor of my show, hit me up. Yeah, it's lit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, but while we're getting a little off tank, like we want Cuddy and uh, Jamisa to jump yes, into their yes, thing. Okay. So I yeah, think Jamisa, 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 Jamisa go first. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So um, I guess the first thing was what I guess really started me with content, and that was my book. 
And the success of that is people really, one, um, a fun fact, I wrote that book in one day. Like, I just sat down, I got everything out, never read it from <laughs> beginning to end. And I sent it to three friends. I told them to read it. They sent it back to me, and I put it out. Nobody knew I wrote it. So I think the success of that was doing it for me. Mm-hmm. But the challenge of that was, I guess, the same challenge that I feel like Cardi was scared to put Cardi B was scared to put out like another hit because she feel like it wasn't going to hit like Bodak Yellow. And I feel like that's my challenge is that I don't want to write another book because I'm scared that it's not going to hit the way the first one did Mm -hmm. because that book was really, really raw. Like Mm -hmm. that was just everything I was feeling at the moment. So I'm a little nervous about that. Um, And my second thing is the speakeasy and that's the platform that's coming out in June. And I think the success of that is this is the first thing like digitally, I guess, outside of my book that I'm doing for me, Mm -hmm. like for me only. And um, I'm inviting people to sit in on it versus doing it for someone because I feel like a lot of my other projects that I wanted to put out, I was just trying to do it for everyone and make sure that it was accessible and relatable for everyone and the speakeasy is something that I believe in and that I want to do and that I've always been fighting for throughout since like high school Mm -hmm. but the challenge of that is learning when to learning the balance between being patient and being proactive Mm -hmm. and like it's like God what is for you is what is for me is for me but also like I just can't sit back and be like all right like and, I'm ready yeah. for my 100,000 followers <laughs> I'm ready for my content to write itself yes so I think that's my those are that's like my biggest challenge and also like to to keep going regardless of how much or how similar other people's platforms may look. Because like you said, with the podcast, like there's a lot of, it's oversaturated and mm-hmm. somebody may be doing something similar to you. And I don't want to be like, oh, I don't want to copy them or I don't want to okay, we're gonna people stop not right. to hey, like hey, my hey, thing. Hey, so hey. I'm going to cut you off real quick. So mm-hmm. we, we're in a huge planet. There, there are a lot of people that are going to do similar things to everyone on this podcast, but they're not you. And mm-hmm. I think that's the most important thing you got to remember. Like, like the I have a podcast exactly. come later. I'm not even gonna say the name because I don't want anybody to steal it. I'm like, because people Boy, people will steal you stuff. You got this stealing. This shit. is this is why we. That's even, a fact. That's <laughs> the reason why we're here. <laughs> no, that's the reason why we're here. We're gonna get to those questions later. But as long as you understand the plan, what it is, execute the plan, and you put your heart and soul into it, nobody can. They can try to copy the idea, but they can't copy your soul. Facts. That's all you gotta remember. Facts. So. I, I'm sorry, yes. I had to cut you okay. off. Please. And I and I and I had and just that. to kind of piggyback <laughs> on that. You know how earlier you said um, you you're scared about releasing the book because you know what Cardi said she was scared that she wouldn't get another hit like Bodak Yellow, but um, right. Cardi has 13 out of 15 songs on the Billboard charts now. Right. So, Come on now, right? So so <laughs> you better you better drop that second listen. book because <laughs> yes. I mean, listen, you never know. You can't you can't if you feel passionate about something and you. And no matter what your gut feeling, if your gut feeling is really positive about it, just do it. Because even if it doesn't get the reception that you're looking for, at least you learned what you probably did wrong or whatever versus mm-hmm. never knowing at all. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So take your time, right. think about it, but just do it. Don't don't let it stop you at all. Exactly. Don't let it stop you. And do it on your own terms, too. Don't ever feel rushed. Like, 
your first book, you, I've watched it on my own timeline. It, it made me buy the book. Like so many people were supporting you and saying this was the best work that they've ever read. You did your thing with this girl. Like continue on, put that second book out. Yo, but like send, I said, don't, send that, don't send that Amazon it. link. I need that book. I don't right. need that book. Send <laughs> yeah, that support link, sis. Like, Thank you. No, you're a phenomenal writer. Yeah, and you no, have, and you was... have such like a, an amazing spirit. Like, I don't, I don't know if you remember, I think the first time that like we met and we became friends is when you were working at Al in Crossgates Mall mm-hmm. and I was and you were helping me with some shoes and I was like oh okay yeah like oh she's mad cute she's so nice then you slid in my dms and we exchanged numbers and I I, I think we just kind of ex- like you know talked back and forth on twitter from there but I'm so happy that we're finally yeah. like in this space now where we can um you know develop a, a stronger friendship and I'm rooting for you girl Same. so facts don't you wow too. Let's have a crying portion on the podcast because you know I'm emotional. So, oh my goodness! But um, yeah, and jumping back into that, I think professionally right now, like I said, like I'm a para, so I work with special needs, and I've always had a thing for education, like ever since I was little. And the successes of that is that whatever position I have in education, it always hits. Like I'm a to my own horn right now, to Mm to I'm always hitting when it comes to education because I feel like. I'm just a great educator and I love teaching. So Mm -hmm. it's something that I want to do, but the challenge is in what area and how far do I want to go in education? Do I want to be a teacher in a classroom or do I want to take it farther as dealing with educational policy? And then now I'm even looking into international educational policy and standing like in the embassy or in the UN or in like being a diplomat for education. You worldwide. fucking go, so, girl. Right. Mm, you I'm blacking. Girl. I'm going to Yo, black. Go, go, go off. <laughs> go off. Right. So it's, it's that's something that's, that's like um, a challenge for me. And then where do I want to end up in education? Like, am I just fighting for education in the U.S.? right now or do am i doing it like all over the world it's a lot because you know i'm very tiny i'm only five months so it's a lot but we also um, have to remember too that we're young like we're we're 24 25 26 27 28 in in this room you know so we don't have to have life figured out and i know that there's this immense pressure because of social media because we see people graduating graduating with their masters and their law degrees and their um and everything else and we're like oh shit they did all this at 26 okay let me let me step it up a little bit you know but that we shouldn't we shouldn't Mm -hmm. um feel pressured and when it comes to social media I feel like we should use those platforms um, accordingly to network and to create and promote, but we should have blinders on too, because like Skip said, everyone, there's, there's a, a, an oversaturation of every avenue Everything, of every yeah. piece of content, mm-hmm. but no one can do it like you. So you got this girl. Right. You look quiet over there, Skip. So. I'm waiting. Yeah, I, God, yo, normally so. I'm a chatty person, so I'm trying to make sure we, as a team, we gotta make sure you know you gotta share the ball. Uh, I right, appreciate so that. I, but, uh, I guess I'll. Oh, you want to? I guess I'll go. I want Cody to go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, got that, you got that. You got that sauce in you. Got that <laughs> All right. So, um, like I said earlier, I do own an entertainment company now. Uh, I've owned the the Cuddy Plants name or brand for about a year now but i kind of created a subsidiary called palance entertainment the successes i had with it was everything i've done through promoting parties and creating events and meeting different people i was able to create this this brand where i can kind of in-house everything that i needed to in-house so um and it's helped me network enough where i could get certain bookings faster than a lot of other people 
Um, my biggest situation was being connected with John Jay College and Brooklyn College on a on a multiple continuous scale, whether it be yearly or monthly or whatever the case is. Like this whole semester, I did like six events for Brooklyn College, all paid. Um, mm. John Jay got me on two events every year, and they come to me for everything: DJs, videos, whatever, whatever it is. Um, so you're the plug. Heard you. Oh, come <laughs> on now. You're the plug. Okay, um, plug, plug. <laughs> The oh, challenge, the Palance plug, <laughs> yes. Chill, chill, chill. Don't gas me. <laughs> the challenges though I face is um trying to kind of get my my company into other avenues in terms of like um getting the private stuff like mm-hmm. corporates and the private parties because what it is is that again there's a whole bunch of other people out there doing the same thing so a lot of things that I realize with private bookings it's okay. I have this amount of money. How can I how can I use this amount of money? So when that question comes, what's your budget? I know we've all done this or dealt with this or whatever. What's your budget? A lot of people will tell you, oh, two thousand, and you say, all right, cool. I'll give you this deal for a thousand, and they say that's still too much. But you just told me you you willing to spend two bands. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it's like th- those kind of conversations with people. That's what's really like killing the game. But um, I'm patient. I, don't get me wrong; it, it, it gets annoying, but I'm I'm being patient, and I know the worth of the the people that I have on my team, whether it be my DJ, my photo, my photographer, my videographer, or even me as a host. I know what they're gonna bring to you. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I have the the evidence of what they're gonna bring to you. So it's like if you're trying to lowball the situation, at some point I gotta know when to say no. Mm-hmm. I think that's another challenge I do have because I do try to work with it. Mm-hmm. So now I end up taking a loss and trying to be like, oh, bro. Because you're playing nice. I'm yeah. playing nice for them, and trying I'm like, I got to put these guys in these situations yeah. so they could tell their friends, yo, yo, you got to book Cuddy's company for yeah. this or whatever, whatever. Yeah. But then my man who's DJing, who's worth 500 is walking away with a 250 check, and he's looking at me like, yo, bro, yeah. you know I did this off the rip, off, we'll, off you. We'll right? definitely get into that later, like, you know, having more autonomy and making a decision of what what's, what's working right. yeah. best for you in your brand. Um, so that way you don't take any else. And that's a challenge I've had with that. Um, party promoting wise, um, this year honestly is the first year that I've actually said to myself, let me kind of step out of my own box. Um, before I've been doing, I've been doing party promoting since I was like, since I was 18, so almost a decade. And um, on and off though, because of school, because you know I had to like, with school, whatever the case is. But um, the success is what it is. Just that I do, I do have a main, I have maintained a consistent crowd. Um, that ranges more than a lot of people that that's doing it my way or my age or whatever. And I've and I've been put around certain events with a lot of heavyweight promoters that don't just fuck with anybody. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And the best part is with the venue situation, I do have some venues under my belt. So if you need me, <laughs> <laughs> do you? Yeah. Oh, we gonna talk yeah. offline. So I I, I, su- I do I do get those emails like yo, I just got this new spot. Yo, can we do a date? Whatever, whatever. So that that's that's really the the good thing. The challenges is now is trying to figure out the type of events that people are going to come to. Yes. That shit is annoying. Um, I I cater all my events. um, Well, besides my networking events, um, I cater my parties, honestly, to you guys, to women, Mm -hmm. only because... Yeah, because you know, if women come, men will be right there. And then I would... Right, and I'll pop out with three wigs. I would would sit down and do a bar deal with with a venue... And tell them, yo, bro, let me get a bar guarantee. Let me get the spot. Give me a bar guarantee. And do a ladies free all night party, right? Mm-hmm. Because I've learned the dynamic where women will come 
they don't want to not no offense to anybody who do pay at the door or whatever but they don't want to do that they're not no, coming with twenty dollars they don't want to pay twenty dollars at the door no but to they'll come pay, in and also pay for drinks too they'll nope. pay the twenty dollars for the drinks right. stand there look cute and have the guy spend a hundred dollars yep I'll charge that I'll charge that motherfucker a hundred dollars at the door because I know when he walk upstairs he see that cute girl he gonna buy her a million drinks and my bar guarantee is gonna hit <laughs> right and on the other the other thing that I've noticed like every year for my birthday my birthday parties and a lot of the events that I do do um it's always a lot of women that do spend the big bucks when they do it's like I get for every year for my birthday party it's always women that do tables mm. always I never got a guy came in yo I'm gonna do a table it's always girls that do table. Even tomorrow for my event, my event at Katra tomorrow night, um, everybody who's coming to celebrate their birthday or graduation party or whatever is all it's women. All women. All women. So it's like, what does that say about men? Does that say that they too men, broke? To it's not. It's not that they broke. Is this? Right, hold on. Hold on. We're not gonna do this. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Honestly, you know, we're not gonna do this. You know what it you is? It's not. It's, it's not even men are broke. To be so honest, they just. They just be. They just weird, like. No, we're not gonna do this. Nah, it's true. It's no, true. no, 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 it's true. no. Let's unpack this. Let's unpack this. I'm ready for the unpacking of this. Please tell me. Just because, look, look, we already know. Mm-hmm. First of all, we're gonna shout out the black woman. Black woman, rising the middle class, yeah. getting degrees, facts, you. doing Solid the thing, entrepreneurs, like, all that stuff. I, I shout so, y'all out on Twitter you all feel the time. Energy? Feel, let's leave with that. We don't need to. We don't need to get because a lot of these dudes need to get their paper up. Look, okay. they, they don't need a lot of. So let's let's go to positive. But I then, but then my it. problem is with fellas is you, you got your paper up, right? You know, with why that. is it like y'all just want to come in? And still give grief about everything. There's a million beautiful women, women upstairs, bro. Twenty dollars is not gonna hurt you. Yeah, it's not, bro. It's not. Yeah. I, I want you to let you know what you had said. One thing in that sentence contradicts the other thing. If they had their paper up, they're not complaining with you. So they don't oh, have you, their paper you, you, up. Oh, you th- they don't okay. have their paper. That's bro, why I don't know about this. Bro, I've seen dudes. I've seen dudes. Right. Do tables. <laughs> I'm talking. They spent a thousand dollars on the table. Came upstairs. And they want, because when we do packages, it's only for a certain amount of people. Uh-huh. So if you do a $1,000 table, you come in with 10 niggas. You got that one 11th nigga that come. They'll sit there and you tell them, yo, he got to pay the $20. Mind you, by the time people who do bottles, they come in 2 o'clock because, you know, they bottle poppers. They could come in whenever they fucking feel like it. That 11th dude, you tell that dude, yo, it's, we're not even going to charge you the $80. We're going to charge you $20 to get in here. Yo, bro, it's just one extra person. You sure you can? <laughs> bro, you just spent $1,000 in a club, on bro. On one bottle. On you could have paid. That's all I'm gonna take little sips of. You can't twenty dollars, bro. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> so overclosed. I, I didn't. I knew. Bro. I knew we were gonna go here. Like, <laughs> My bad, bro. It gets me. It's it's not, it gets me angry, bro. It gets I, no, me angry. As, as, as it should. But I, this, because, I didn't want it to get. But it's, it's hurting his pocket, and that's the challenge. See, yo, I've seen women come through my door. Is. I've seen women come through my door, and I tell them, yo, it's forty to get in here. They tapping their their homegirl like, yo, it's forty. Yo, you know what? Fuck it, girl. I'll cash at you later, bitch. Thank you. But then, but we try to work with it because, like, right. we try to work with it because I feel like women make your party because y'all are so picky. <laughs> okay, all right. Like, oh, shut it down. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. wow. I wish you y'all could see my hand motion in the room right now. For the past three the minutes, black girl I was like, first of all, we'll go let, all right, cool. Let Cuddy, let Cuddy black. He got the ball in black. As soon as Simone was like, went, soon, I was like, okay, all right. But that's Hang on. I'm just, oh, yeah. Oh, now I'm going to take over. But no, I'll admit, we are picky. I'm very and that, and that's, should be. And that's yeah. my challenge because I try to do these kind of events that, Women can come to and enjoy themselves because at the end of the day, they buy that one drink, whatever. 
they talk about your party, they're going to call you the next time they homegirl having exactly. a birthday like, or whatever. Yo, about this? Yo, boy, we, it, yep. yo, add that nigga on Instagram. His yep. shit be fire. Yep. Niggas don't do that shit. No, Niggas no. be like, yo, I was, at, I was at Milk last night, bro. This shit was lit. Who's the promoter? Bro? I don't know. Just... Mm-hmm. But girls, they remember all that because a lot of y'all look for shit. Yeah, because we look for the plugs. Mm-hmm. Y'all really go on Instagram. Who's, who's this? Let me call this. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, what's your name? Yo, I, I can't tell you how many times people be like, yo, what's your name? And then when I get to the spot, they're texting me or calling me like, yo, where are you? I need to put a face to her name. Uh, uh, uh. And then hit me up on the gram like, yo, my homegirl celebrating her birthday. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like, So that's my challenge. It's like trying to everything. figure out women, trying to figure out events that I can kind of wrap that. I have one. And then I have one. Oh, and then my last thing one. is my radio show, start a block group chat every Wednesday nights. Um... My only thing with that is just the consistency. Like the, the success is good. Like I brought a lot of different people on my show, and it was really cool. But one finding topics to not repeat the last topic that I had before, and then just trying to keep that consistent as possible. That's the only thing. But mm-hmm. it's pretty. It's pretty cool. But mm. yeah. you gonna do your mm. thing. You got it. I'm. I'm in full support. We'll talk, we'll talk, we'll talk offline. We'll, we'll, I, I appreciate go you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Skip. Go ahead. Skip. Go ahead, skip. I, I need to hear my yes. man Skip from BK. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a clown. All right. Um, so as of like I think a month and a half, I'm working in like a brand strategy agency, which is crazy. Cause mm. anybody that knows me for like the past, I think from since I graduated like college, 2012, like for like four or five years, I was suited and booted in like corporate and banks. Quick fuck you to banks. Quick, quick fuck you. That's how yeah. I met you, bro. I, used to I hate, I hate, yeah, because I always you always had a suit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, hated, I hated them joints. Yeah, but I spoke into this. I really wanted to get into marketing because I already have like I know how to network, and it's like to me, it's just like when you have a genuine spirit and you just I don't need nothing from you. I'm just shouting you out because I think you dope. Talk and that's that. it. And you just, when you come into it, mm-hmm. when I go to parties and stuff like that, people always want me at parties because, yo, Skip turns up. You just give me some a glass of alcohol, too. I'm going to make everyone have a good-ass time. You feel mm-hmm. me? So I work. That's my 9 to 5. And I really want to understand more about, like, you know, social media. And kind of, like, we deal with a lot of high-level clientele with helping them, like, get to different consumers. So I've been reading and understanding how this business is, like, my company. And, like, I'm trying to either be a project manager or something with content creation. You mm-hmm. feel me? So... We're going to keep working in this. So that's my nine to five. But what I do, I do a lot of stuff. I do a lot of stuff. So first things first, I'm a comedian, if you didn't realize that. <laughs> uh, all I do since I was little was just either make fun of myself or make fun of situations. Um, I started doing comedy last year. Um, you know, after a bad breakup, I just was sad and just watching comedy specials every day and just studying it. So right now I was doing open mics. So, um, most of the things I'm doing, I don't get paid for it, but it's like the skill of just people knowing, yo, I'm funny. I'm hosting events or I do acting now in a web series. Amare episode one's up now. Episode two is coming very, very, very shortly. Um, and just doing the plug clothing line. I have a website. I have a podcast come. So there's a lot of things that are part of my brand. Mm -hmm. I'm, let me stop you. Don't ever, don't ever get mad that you're doing shit for free, bro. I was doing shit no, for no, free I'm for like either. years, and then when you get that first check, yeah, bro, I have, no, I have my first check plastered on my wall, bro. So it's beautiful. So just, just to jump off of Cuddy, I'm not upset about doing anything for free because once you have the product and you know what the product is like, when it's like once the hosting, you know it's when it's comes to comedy, mm-hmm. when it comes to just doing all those things, and you get to the point of like, I'm too nice not to be paid. Mm-hmm. Like I'm still, I'm mm-hmm. still a rookie in it. So once I get to the point of 
I get to be even like Even rookies we, get paid, bro. Yo, true, but <laughs> right. but honestly, some of them don't deserve to be paid. They sure don't. <laughs> you know what I'm so, you know, like to shout out like three amazing hosts that we saw before they came in. You know, shout out to Mouse Jones, shout out to Funny Julius, Julius. shout oh, out God. to Alexa Layton, shout out to all those people. They they've made they stamp, they they put in the work. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that just cultivating, like always wearing my homies' clothing lines. Like I'm wearing one homies clothing line, Intimate Grind, shout out to you. And I'm wearing um another homies extra flea. Um I think he was in Marvin was in my podcast with Life of Jordan when it comes to do nice guys and girls finish last. Check that episode out. Oh, I love that episode. So, um, yeah, that was a yeah. Always support yeah. your friends. So at this point, I'm really in the first step of the foundation of Got it. once once fall hits, everyone's gonna know my name. Clothes coming back. Website coming back. My podcast. Talk that talk. TBA. I'm not saying the name. Right? Everything's right, happening. Right. Everybody gonna know my name. You already know. Gonna. I'm gonna be hitting these these comedy shows and you gonna be hitting these jokes. You feel me? I'm gonna be making some special appearances in other web series. Not even gonna say it. You 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 gonna see me. You gonna okay. see this work. So it's not even any. My challenge. bad. Skip. <laughs> no, I think I think the only challenge I'm gonna have is just when you have so many projects, just time management. Yeah. Because a lot of times, yes, when yes, yes. everything I've said, I've said like countless same Colon, ALA, um, Andros, Los Angeles. So. I know you saw that lovely post that Simone of being comfy. You feel that that was a, that's <laughs> mine. If you want the hookup, mm-hmm. be ready. It's coming in the fall. But just you, I have to be super organized because sometimes you just get lost in the sauce of, damn, I'm overwhelmed, bro. Like I got mad things that yeah. I gotta yeah. do. So just yeah. just keep. There's not enough time in the day. Exactly, you're so fighting with time. That, that's it for me. You feel me? Yeah. yeah, this is black excellence at this fucking table. It sure is, and on the phone, black excellence at a That's distance a too. Yes, girl, I included you in that comment because you you hear in spirit, girl. Right. There are like Hello. so many questions, but I'm definitely going to pick out like the the top ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I had written out how do you begin building. Um, your brand, but I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. Um, we can move on to the next question of, do you believe that your friends can make great, great business partners? And what about your significant other? Me personally, um, I think it's like a double-edged sword because like it, you can invest in a business with your friend because if you have the same vision, obviously you're friends for a reason, um, you know, <laughs> um, but it m- could be detrimental because, you know, you'll be at odds and you don't want it to ever ruin your friendship. Um, Same thing with uh, your significant other. I mean, I know people who run a business with their husband or their wife and they're doing phenomenal, but I would never want um, to mix business with pleasure Mm. because I just don't, I, like I said, I don't want that to be the demise of the relationship that I have with the person. I actually have two examples of each. Well, one example of each. Um, I, do, I actually do business with my friends now. Um, mm. Our starter block networking group is with me and my two best friends. Um, we're, all, we're all on the same page. With, that's the great part about it. But yeah, it is. it could be detrimental. Mm-hmm. Um, the best thing about it is that we've always talked about this. Like, we've always said, yo, we're going to be great together. We're going to, like, work on marketing and, um, you know, networking and stuff like that. And we all have different kinds of ideas. So, you know, we, even with starter block coming out, it was just like, the talks behind it, you know what I'm saying? The energy. It's like, I feel like once you have that same energy fueled, then it's great. The mm-hmm. only, I feel like when when problems incur with friends and business is when money gets involved. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? When when. Also, I think responsibility, because like I don't ever want to like think about like, oh, I have to pester Cuddy to get something, you know? Yeah, Cause, yeah. Because like we're supposed to be in this together, but he's slacking, so I got to pick up for it. It's it's the same reason why I hated group projects in school. Like <laughs> there, I will never forget there was a moment in school where I put in all this work. It was my senior year, and it was a PR class, and I did all this work, and the girl 
forgot to add in my slides. So oh. I got penalized for that. Oh. And I told my teacher, I was like, yo, my slides are right here. Like, no, I, I did the work. She was like, no, we fighting. sorry, nope. that was the final product. Niggas is fighting. I, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, and I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I will never do this again. But I was graduating, so it didn't matter. It didn't matter, yeah. But, yeah, like, I would love to, like, work with friends because, I, I, like, you know, I think that it, it's beneficial, but I'm just scared of holding someone else accountable. I'm I'm, I'm of the mind of, like, fine, I'll do it myself. Like, I can do all bad by myself. Like, you know, I don't need to. You know what I could say for that? know what your friends niches are right mm. like because i because my, my promoting um certain, most of my major events is with my best friend from like kindergarten we was promoting together for a while we even had a team but we separated our team mm-hmm. but even though we work together we have it's two different brands right so you would see me post an event and i'm promoting an event promoting an event promoting an event and you would think oh that's cuddy's party i'm gonna go to cuddy's party or whatever but then my mans would be promoting the same event same event pushing in and it's mm-hmm. like oh i'm gonna go to inno party da, da, da. and then it'll It'll mix, and then we're just both in the back, like, all right, bro, here's your, here's your percentage, here's my percentage, and we keep it pushing, you know what I'm saying? It's knowing what they're good at so you don't run ahead. So it's like if your friend is good at branding or marketing, then it's like, all right, bro, you handle the flyers or you handle this part, you handle whatever visuals that we would need. If your next friend is good at entertainment, then it's like, all right, bro, you book the DJs, you take care of the hosts, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm good at, I don't know, fucking logistics or paperwork. So it's like, all right, bro, let me d- deal with the deals with the club. Mm-hmm. and Divide and conquer. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that kind of alleviates the, the pressure it absolutely does so, you know what I'm saying so I feel like if that's your man's that's your best friend you wouldn't know what they're good at so you're like yo bro you take care of that I'm gonna take care of this I'm gonna take care of that my no no is significant other never mm. doing it mm-hmm. <laughs> not not doing well, we could we could we could talk about it like consulting you can consult yeah you can yeah. Yeah, yeah, we could sit here like yo babe what you think about this but I'm not running into a full business you're not business opening room. an LLC with your your nah. girlfriend boyfriend nah. whoever. I just think um, I think, oh. think it's smart sorry to cut you off I think it's just smart not to because you know relationships end and um not to just say like that because this again there's a successful people but you have to understand the dynamic like i know when it comes to my friends when it comes to like clothing line like most of my best return customers are people that are my friends they're the ones that get Mm -hmm. the specialized colorways and stuff like that i feel like when it comes to those you like it's kind of everything what cuddy said understand what everyone thinks because i really feel like Everything's like the Avengers, minus us losing. Sorry if you didn't watch the movie. I don't care. <laughs> thanks, thanks, I don't thanks, care, bro. Thanks you. Thanks, did you watch thanks. it? Did you watch no, it? No, no, Wait, no, really? no. You, you I, I did not. It? I have not. I haven't seen Black Panther. But guess what? Guess what? I haven't seen. I didn't even say what happened. Now you're loses. blacking. That's cool. Yeah, I just okay, said see, loses, so I didn't see, really see. Okay, that's yeah. Judging. Oh, it's on Blu-ray, so I'm gonna have to figure my way out into that situation. Extra scenes are on there, but anyway, stay on point. No, I have to copy because they have extra scenes. I'm gonna have to copy. But once you understand like what everyone's role is, it's like the problem is when people don't understand their roles. If people think that they're yes. the boss and they're the boss, there's one Nick Fury, there's one Captain America, there's one Thor. Understand your role, stay in that role, excel in that role. That's Correct. it. Yes. So once you have that, there shouldn't be any issues. I feel like the only time you'll have issues, which I think that was a later question, is like people that you don't know yet. Those are not really yeah. friends. Friends are acquaintances. That's when you don't really understand the dynamic. We'll, we'll yeah. get we'll get so, there when yeah, we'll we get, get there. there. <laughs> we'll get the time. Like, yes. Yeah, yeah, Speak yeah, on what you bad. were going to say, Jamis. I know you were trying to interject a couple of times. Oh, um, see, I was wrong. Oh, um, I guess I didn't want to like skip forward, but it was just in my head no, when you were ahead. talking about um finding like know your friend's strengths and niches and things like that with events and with collaborating and like how do you now how do you when it comes to money and monetizing like is one strength worth more 
than another or like do you get mm, like do you split it, it all the way down or does someone get a part right okay exactly yeah i'm about to deal with that this week yeah so. let's say somebody else can speak um, on that because i'm a, a one-woman show cutty, so. Bro, so i don't i don't um I just, just to speak on that um like all right so i'm gonna piggyback what he said about working with somebody you don't know because you know they're in their niches that whatever so my whole career of party promoting i've worked with a bunch of people i didn't know or I was kind of cool with, but they weren't really close. And I've been bitten in the hand, you know, whatever. I put money in a lot of guys' pockets, and they bit the hands that fed them. But um, my my thing is that um, it all depends on the situation, right? So if I'm the one booking these guys, or if I know that I'm coming out of pocket to pay for shit or whatever the case is, um, then we work percentages, right? So if you're just coming on just to promote the party... I'm not going to give you a 50-50%. I'm not going to give you a 50-50 half split if you're just promoting. I'll, mm-hmm. We could work on right. we could work on a deal. We could work on something where I just throw you a little something just to kind of have your face out there so people would be like, oh, yeah, I like I like this guy, so I'm going to go to his party. Or I like this girl. I'm going to go to her party mm-hmm. or whatever. Or, you know, you do bookings where it's like, all right, bro, I'm going to pay you one flat rate. I throw you in my expense, and you just do, work your magic. You know what I'm saying? That I don't like doing because... When guys get paid, whatever they hosting fee is, they're not gonna really promote your part of it, and it's just like, oh yeah, I got my bread, so I'm good. Mm-hmm. But um, um, but with the people that I work closely with, it's always okay, bro. Like, we we um, my event is gonna be three weeks from now, so Monday we having a sit down with somebody, and it's like, alright, bro, I'm bringing in these two DJs. I'm bringing these two DJs. This is our budget. This is how we working. Alright, cool. We'll split it down to half. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's all. Mm-hmm. It, if you build an, an event and you think of an event that you think is a great idea, if there's people that you know that can pull out whatever they're pulling out based on whatever you're doing, you control that, right? So you can say to yourself, okay, if I put this guy on and I give him 10% of the party, he might give me 10% of the work. But what is really 10% if your door is going to hit 2000 3000 $4,000? Mm-hmm. You, can, you can afford to throw this man $200, you know what I'm saying? But if you do mm-hmm. make zero, he has to understand, yo, I ain't make nothing, so I can't give you nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's got to be an ROI with it. Yeah, and but um, you just got to kind of figure it out, see what their niches are. Because a lot of people that, if you're going to book them for something or talk to them or put them onto something, they obviously did something before, then... And you could kind of like do your oh, research yeah, you about like them. Value, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you could know the difference because there's going to be people that hit you up like, yo, bro, I'm really trying to do this promoting thing. How do I get started? Mm-hmm. That's the guy you'd be like, all right, bro, we're going to do you on a pay by person mm-hmm. situation because mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of thing you trying to do. Versus yeah. a dude who's probably big in the city. You calling that man like, yo, bro, I got this idea I want to put you on because you got this pull out here. How can yeah. we work this situation out? You know what I'm saying? So that my thing is just kind of know what's around you, who's your vibe, and kind of figure out what they've done before, and then you could kind of mm-hmm. go go in that kind of lane that way and then kind of see, okay, maybe if I throw him $100 he'll promote for me yeah, yeah, yeah. versus I, if I give him 10%. Always go with a percentage deal only because, remember, you can't give a percentage of zero. So if yeah. you take your L... They take the L with you. So I have a quick question. Oh, go ahead, Skip. Oh, that question is like two seconds. I was gonna say. Um, I was also gonna add to that brilliant uh, conversation. Um, 
I feel like with the valuation part, as someone like me, like I'm not gonna go into like I'm hosting some events, two events, um, June 9th and um, June 16th. Please, <laughs> please come out. Um, but yeah, I'm not. I didn't. You know, people said they want to pay me, but it's like, yo, don't pay me. Just let me sell this out first. You feel me? And the reason why I come with that is like, look, you have to understand the package with Skip from BK. It's like I don't need the bread right now. I'm gonna need it soon. But I want to show you that I can bring an experience. Like once you have the experience, and it's like, damn. Sold it out, do this, this, this. And just look for people like that. Like, I don't know what your event is, but I'll host your event for free. I'll help you out, whatever. Just, like, throwing that out. Just helping people. Yeah. Because in a way, it's, like, mm-hmm. it's helping my portfolio. It's helping your portfolio. And it's, like, how do you get that mutual kind of, like, beneficial thing? When people are, like, doing, like, oh, I need cash up front. It's, like, nah. Listen to the Master Cuddy. Get the percentage. Blase, that, blase. Because that's, that's yeah. how I work now. Like, I have the experience, and I know what I could provide. You know what I'm saying? I, and, I, and I have an immediate right. group of girls that if I if you tell me, yo, I need you to promote this, I'm calling them right up. Yo, I got this dope event. I need y'all to pop out. Come through. I'm going to get y'all in for free. We get a section. Just look cute. That's all I need y'all to do. Just and they'll do it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but and in, in the eyes of them, it's like, oh, yo, this dude just brought five bad bitches. Da, da, da. Yo, mm-hmm. We got to get them on. You know what I'm saying? And I do that. I have the experience. I could I could charge to just throw a fly on the gram. You know what I'm saying? But because um, mm-hmm. my Eventbrite's hit. I get white people in my shits all the time. Oh, in the city. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> my Eventbrite's hit. So like, I, know what I know what I'm doing, but... Um, I don't. I don't try. I try not to be that kind of guy. Like, yo, bro, can you promote this right. for me? I, I, all right, let's work this out. I'm not gonna charge you five hundred or a bill, a buck, just to do this. If I bring this X amount of people, then pay me X amount of money. Or let's work out a percentage deal. Put me on like as if this is my event, mm-hmm. and we'll we'll go that way. Because I'd rather you say, yo, this nigga really put his heart in, and there's no bread really made, and it's cool. Versus. Yo, I had to throw this nigga hundred dollars and he ain't do nothing for me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. cause cause I have other events that I'm gonna put my focus on. So it's like I'm gonna throw your shit. I'm gonna do my thing, and that's just how you know what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. percentages yeah. is always the best way to go. Absolutely. Um, moving right along um, into the agenda. So um, have either one of you had events where you've been sponsored, and what was that experience like? Or how do you go about getting sponsorships or collaborators or whatever the case may be? Pretty much someone putting money in your pocket for you to do something for them or have them on the bill. Um, I mean, it wasn't me. It was, um, I think, one of the first events I actually hosted. But it wasn't me. I was like the talent, so I wasn't in that conversation. Got it. But um, my homeboy, Jay Adams, Detroit, shout out to him. Um, he's the one that got like, a, what's it like a a liquor sponsor like you have to have like the whole like um i forget what it is like that proposal like you got to explain exactly yeah, like a people. Oh, yeah, yeah so you have to explain yeah. and he's really good with that like building that like a up. sponsorship so deck. yeah when it comes to that that helps build your budget because like in addition to your money there and then stuff like that so i can't really talk on that i wish i can call him up but that dude's busy being a creative mm-hmm. director for some <laughs> other thing right now <laughs> but um it's like it really is i feel like at this level both of y'all can do that stuff because you guys have the credentials and you know you're gonna have a certain following and mm-hmm. certain people but um but i'm scared I mean, we know people like we we know people (laughs) from uh, Duce Palooza and other like big people. Like, it's not that hard. Once you have like that amazing press kit, that proposal, it's like, and you have the credentials. Like, you've hosted parties, you you've done this, this, this is the numbers I bring in, this is this, and it's like, hmm, hmm, Negro folks doing stuff, yeah, (laughs) 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 right, package that up and sell that. Yeah, so uh, I don't, I I can't really explain because I wish he was here right next to me, explain how he kind of finessed it, but he did it. Yeah. Well, with me, it wasn't. Um, yeah. 
it wasn't more so it was something like that like somebody hit me up just randomly it was like yo um i have a liquor company and can, okay. can we bring this in for something but you've never like i've never done actually a, like reached a pitch no nah, oh, i tried okay. i tried i tried clico that's my favorite champagne in the world mm-hmm. i tried it a million times over t- i was trying to, i did it for a whole summer because i wanted it for my birthday last year they no never response. they never responded so mm. it was just like that's okay, okay. Oh, that well, just means someone else you gotta go somewhere yeah. Yeah, what so. about you jamise Back. Nope, I don't even. I'm just I'm listening closely. Oh. I've seen <laughs> this is the student moment I've of the podcast. Like, okay, someone's gonna yeah. see this podcast. Like, and I've reach seen out a platform. And teach I would. I would hope so. Actually, actually, if y'all want, I got, I'll send y'all a link because I actually stole somebody put it on Instagram what? on Twitter, a, a whole sponsorship um, package thing like mm. they, the yes, photo, the yes, Photoshop. Link it. Please. So yeah, I'll send it to you. I I seen it. I downloaded it, and I was like, "Oh, free knowledge!" (laughs) (laughs) Right, and it's it's um funny because I saw something else where I actually saw a girl. She just started a platform like not even a couple months ago, and her platform is growing tremendously. And um, she hosted uh, an event, and she got so many sponsorships from like her gift bags, the open bar, like all this other stuff. I think I know and, what girl you're talking about, but we'll talk about that offline. Yeah, yeah, I met her, and right. I, yep, I was like, "What? You just started like back in December? Like, right? How? <laughs> exactly." So I just found I just found it interesting because um, another girl was talking about how you don't obviously you don't need a huge following to make your pieces hit and like get <laughs> different I like, that <laughs> like different sponsorships and stuff like that but it's just hard because how do you approach a huge business like that or even just a regular business to be like hey like i'm doing this event i want this can you do it for me without sounding while like letting them know like hey you know, I'm, is, I'm good for this. Or, yeah, I think this I is where like we put our PR hats on and we think about what's in it for them. It's not always going to be what's in it for us. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And we have to figure out right. how we can provide a service to these companies. I mean, if, you, if you're if reaching out, you already know what's in it for you. Yes. It's just trying to make it Making it leverages. seem like, you yeah. know, this is this is what I can offer you. Like, I volunteer for this um, mm-hmm. this creative collective. Um, and the, the founder was telling me, like, the way that she got all these sponsors was, like, saying, you know, this certain demographic of people in the room are people of this certain demographic of people are going to be in the room this is who is going to see your brand this is how you can be um how this is how you can be influential to them so this is why like these are the reasons why you need to be here this is why you need to be sponsored mm-hmm. so i think if we approach it in that way that's going to right. lend us more um more deals in collaborations and partners because as a youtuber well as a uh, ex-youtuber because i don't really do it like that anymore hey, for me girl, like just- you just what? media queen. <laughs> I ain't no media queen. <laughs> no, but no, I was just thinking like how easy it was for companies just to reach out to me and be like, hey, want to give you this free product in exchange. Can you do a video or a post about it? Be like, yeah, sure. It's getting free weave, free hair, free, like I mean, free clothes, every, like literally everything. Right. But it's like, honestly, it's, it's, an, it's a way of incentivizing. Like you have to incentivize it for them. So flip it back on them. Yeah. Um, and also because you're like, I just feel like we, like you said, People consume black culture so much. Yes. I can only imagine how many things that we put on Twitter, especially, that has just been used constantly without our knowledge, to our knowledge or whatever. So it's like, bro, our pieces hit. Like, black people hit all the time. They do. Like, I just don't, I, I guess it's just working up 
getting your words correct yeah. and approaching it professionally and in the right way to yeah. get a response. Because I think that's where my disconnect is. Mm-hmm. No, so, yeah. absolutely. Um, and I did want to speak on um, a little bit of marketing or not marketing, networking before we close out. Um, so I don't know what your networking experiences have been like, but or if you have any tips or suggestions for networking. I know for me, like I mentioned earlier in the episode, I'm an introvert. So um, I feel most comfortable when I attend networking events with at least one person that I'm familiar with. And last week mm-hmm. I attended my first one by myself and I was shook. Like it was so, it was so nerve wracking and it's crazy. Cause I'm the one talking about, Oh, we need to be networking and collaborating doing all this, <laughs> but here I am scared. But um, I just wanted to know like if you, either any of you have any tips on how to navigate that scene, what worked best for you, um, anything of that nature. All right. Uh, this is Skip. Yeah, this is I'm, all I'm, Skip because he's super personable. I'm, I'm horrible at networking. <laughs> networking king. Yeah, I am. I am the network poppy. Uh, so whatever <laughs> event I go to, like, I remember like when I went to D.C. for Broccoli Fest, right? The following day, I I went to a day party. Um, it was by uh, Michelle Clark, uh, C. Clark. Oh, um, Michelle. Yeah, Michelle. I said his name wrong, Mikel. Damn. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> nah, he's dope. He's so dope. I was practicing in my head for like the whole episode. But um, <laughs> I like corresponded with him when I saw him at uh, Power by Berto. Uh, shout out to Berto. He went to high school. I'm shouting out everybody. But the thing is, when I walked into D.C., I literally only kind of knew him. I didn't know him, know him. But you're at a party, two-hour open bar, mimosas. You give me mimosas, I become mimosa god, and I just start talking to people. <laughs> so for me, it depends on the. That's setting. why that was your at name. Yeah, it was. I was. I was lit, lit. But the thing is, it depends. If it's like a corporate thing where you're dressed up, I just feel like you get kind of like one half a shot. Just kind of get that courage and just remember why you're there. So mm-hmm. for me, when I go to any event, right. the reason why I talk to anybody from any social media platform or whatever conversation, remember why I'm in the room. And there's always like targets. I already know this, if it's a panel. Yeah. There's people like I you remember know who when you um, want to talk to. You, you have everything. I remember when, what is it? I think Cam from Duce, uh Devin Devin L. Cobbs. Was that a driven um, society thing? It was uh, like yeah. some panel. So yeah. when I was when I was there, I was there for Devin, but I didn't know that Cam and the other guys were there. So after that, I made sure I had conversation with them. I only knew like one or two people. I didn't know they were gonna be there. So it's like I came in just for one person. I, I zoned in, got their information, followed them and stuff like that. But just stay committed to the idea. It's like when your resolution is shaky, that's mm-hmm. when your energy is like you gotta be intentional with everything you do. When mm-hmm. you're intentional, it's gonna you're gonna go from A to B and you're gonna get it. It's mm-hmm. just all right, I'm scared. It's like nah remember why you're here. You're trying to boss up, drink drink a little quick shot, breathe, yeah. breathe real quick, get these contacts. And you just have like you know subtle conversation i'm a conversation extraordinaire i just basically talk a lot of shit but you'll know after a quick three minutes do i need to continue the conversation or not you mm-hmm. know you differ i need to mm-hmm. know who's gonna resonate with me and my path and it's cool i don't need to be friends with everybody be respectful but just go in with that purpose and i mm-hmm. feel like it's easy said than done i'll always say at least try to go with someone because it's always good yeah. to have an anchor yeah because going by yourself yeah if you have to go by yourself then do it then your anchor is alcohol and just you and the alcohol baby <laughs> but i, feel I like, know you're lit but i feel like when you have the, the alcohol it makes it easy because it doesn't matter at any point in the room you can go back to your anchor recharge real quick and go back yep. out there so i just feel like it just really depends but if you have to just remember the purpose of why you're there if you're by yourself and absolutely then just keep saying it to yourself keep breathing if you need to just like center yourself but it's easier said than that. Like, if you need me to be at some of these, I love talking to people. So I, <laughs> I can set up alleys all day. But just remember why you're there. Yeah. And I feel like it makes it easier. And That's one dope. thing, too, um, 
always make sure that you're perfecting your elevator speech too. Yes. Make sure you're going in there. Like right. I said, be intentional um, and also make sure that you are consistent with what you're saying. And yeah. that's another aspect. We didn't really talk about branding, but that's another aspect um, of branding and building your personal brand is being consistent with your messaging and being consistent with your social media handle. If you can, unfortunately I can't because there are, this is Italian woman blocking me and I can't wait till I get enough money so I can buy her out and get that, <laughs> that handle. But if you can be consistent with that, do your absolute best. But like you said, know your purpose, um, perfect your, your pitch and you would be good. But I love the idea, like you said, of having an anchor. I never really like had a word for that, but it's, it's like your, like it's your comfort zone. It's your safety blanket. Yes. So. Yeah, that's that's dope. Mm-hmm. That's that's really dope. Cause I'm I'm bad at going to networking events. Yeah. I mean, and and, and, and I love and the crazy. I love people. I love speaking to people. I yeah. love I love Same. like whatever. So it's just, hit me up. It's like yo, yeah, there's a networking event. To. Yo, skip. Let's go through. Cause I tried t- that, but you weren't available. So. Cause I'm cause other people <laughs> hit me up. You got Yo, you gotta keep hitting me up. But people hit my line. It's like all right, I'm busy right now. Like yeah, I'm doing no, podcast right now. I can't talk to you. Facts. <laughs> 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 just the hot commodity. Networking. Um, Networking also, like, sorry to cut you off. Oh, no, 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 Um, you're good. good. I also feel a little, I guess I get a little uncomfortable because it's knowing when is the right time to network, especially when you go to certain events that you know is like a social event and you don't want to just come up to people and like talk business, but like, let's just say you, it's somebody you want to collaborate with or you want to learn more about them or you like some of the things that you do. And, um, like knowing when to kind of jump in mm-hmm. and like, I guess stick okay. that little networking thing in. And also like my mentor, she told me that it's always good, even though it's old school to have something tangible, because for me, I mm-hmm. like snapping and being on in- Instagram stories. So my phone will die. And if you want, and somebody, sometimes other people's phone will die. So just have something tangible, like a business card or just something like that. But I just want to let you know the reason why I mean for the most part the reason why I met these guys my thing is when I network people I don't care about what I need done for me mm-hmm. when I meet people the reason why mm-hmm. people quote unquote like me is because how can I help you mm-hmm. and once you and I remember someone was like yo you know all this thing to help me I was like what can, it's not like once you build that connection where it's like it's not that I'm trying to like make you like me it's like i see something you use the reason why i want to help you mm-hmm. and it's like it doesn't mean that you have mm-hmm. to help me now but i see us going in a direction where we can collaborate but you, and you, i feel like when you're building that relationship it's a more genuine and more powerful partnership than it's like i'm going to talk to you about myself they're like the only reason why only reason why it works for the other people is like i only came to their events because i want to see how i can help them yeah. it's not mm-hmm. ever because nobody everyone's busy like you don't you don't you're, you don't leave an impression if it's that's all true. about you, you have to leave an impression like, yo, this person doesn't even know me and they really want to help my thing. So yeah. that's my quick yeah. thing right there. Do your there. research. Last Do thing, like, research. for me, it's wow, like... Oh, great heart. <laughs> the, the last thing I want to say is that um, for me, it's more so like your, your, my, your brand is your personality. Mm-hmm. So it's like I never go into a room thinking about... Like, if I'm going somewhere and I'm... Like he said, you go there with a purpose. When I go certain places, I want to meet the somebody involved in that. But... Um, my thing is also like I don't try to gun for like business or gun to see how we can kind of collab. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I don't like networking events because you're going in with the mentality Everyone that we're gonna that do business. Yeah. And build. Right. Yeah. For me, it's like uh, let me meet this person personality wise. Like mm-hmm. let's mesh, let's have mm-hmm. fun, let's talk about whatever is going on in the world. And as we talking, then you then we figure out what we do. To, that's actually how me and Simone kind of met. Like mm-hmm. we, yeah, because we knew Shai a mutual. Yeah, us, exactly. Yeah. So it's like. And even with Kip, when we when you came to the panel, when you yeah. re came to the panel, so it's just like just it's just off. That's why I like Twitter a lot because there's a lot of people on there, and it's yeah. just like it's all about 
impressions and like your personality versus right. oh hey yeah I promote parties I could put you onto this thing and it's just like oh nah I fuck with you what do you do like mm-hmm. oh yeah I do this and the third you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying that's that's kind of how my networking works yeah that's how you build the foundation for yeah yourself. yeah exactly that was some vibes <laughs> you too, you girl. Vibe, girl. You too, girl. <laughs> Don't forget to send me that book link, yo. Yes. Right, so yeah. Right, so, right. um, speaking of like, you know, putting each other on, we got to wrap it up here. But this has been great conversation. Thank up, you guys. all for yes. Please wrap it up. Um, thank you all for yo, coming on roll, the show. <laughs> what? Well, all right. That's a whole new episode. That's a whole new episode. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't, I was just I don't kidding. like that. I don't like that. Continue. Let's get, let's get out. Like Anyways. That. Um, just shout out what you have going on real quick. Um, anything that's upcoming, any projects, events, whatever you have. Um, and then we'll go ahead and close out that way. Jamise, you start. Cause yes, you girl. Mm. The queen. Oh, okay, okay. Um, well, <laughs> I have <laughs> I have the speakeasy launching on June 1st. Um, so, yeah, I have a couple of things. I'm getting in line for that. And also, I want to work on a specialized segment and just being on this podcast Actually, I'm really excited about it. So, Yay. yeah, and um, I'm hoping to put together some type of event towards the end of the year, like October for the fall. So keep an eye on that as well. That's about it. Oh, and I'm going to brunch this Sunday. Thank you. <laughs> you better turn up <laughs> okay, at brunch, brunch con- connoisseur. <laughs> yes. You should do a That's brunch blog. Me. You should do a brunch blog. Just do reviews of I, different you brunches. You know brunch you... is going to be on the blog. Ooh, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs> Now, now I know where to go when I need a dope brunch. Absolutely. <laughs> go ahead, Skip. Oh, it was my time? Oh, I, we're going out of order. I, don't really uh, lose you. I thought it was going in like this. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I'm just following. I'm just going to make sure. Um, so, uh, web series still going on. Amare, uh, we have episode two coming out very shortly. It's a five-episode like mini series. It should be finished by like fall. After that, my web series titled Jiffy. So, eventually, I'm going to be looking up for some people to you know come on the show and get their acting on, too. Um, clothing line comes out in the fall, November. Podcast comes out in October. Website comes back, Covalpa. Um, uh, I'm here working. <laughs> uh, hosting two shows. Um, uh, June 9th is uh, Wolf House, um, sponsored by uh, Kevin Rucker. June 16th is um, This Is, I think it's This Is, uh, this is Life? This is NYC. I got to remember. I'm thinking all these things. Um, I will be there. Yeah, so <laughs> a lot of stuff. I'm going to post about it tomorrow morning. So follow the kids, Skip and BK, everywhere. Thank you. Yes. All right. Um, this weekend is a big weekend for me. This is Haitian Flag Weekend. Let's go. It's the first, first, yes. first, first time it's being done in New York City. Um, so tomorrow night, Katra. Friday, Tonell Lounge. Saturday, Milk River. Sunday is the parade. Holla at me at Cuddy Palance. Each and every Thursday, Katra. Each and every Saturday, Milk River. Wednesday nights, look for my Wednesday nights, look for my um, radio show from nine to twelve on zonedout.net. It's the starter block group chat. Um, also, if you ever need an event space, I am the manager of seven two seven create. So holla at me. Um, okay. Shout out. Oh, Sativa. Oh, if you have if you have Apple Music, Spotify, Title, whatever you have, download the mixtape Sativa Season by J King. One seven one eight by E Bands. Um, Dapper Don got some projects coming out this summer. You the um, manager too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Sure, sure, sure. I got graphic designers. I got graphic designers, DJs, videographers, photographers, book colors, entertainment. Book, yeah, facts. I have to. Book, um, plans entertainment for all your private booking needs. My prices are OD reasonable. And um, on that note, add me on the gram. 
Simone, Jamie, Skip, thank you. Yes. Like this is this is literally something off my bucket list. Y'all are really so the best. Excited. Like y'all are really a this vibe. Is so I'm great. Just, I can't I'm wait to my face. Yeah. I can't wait to promote this shit. Like, right. yeah. <laughs> fire, fire, fire. Yes. Um, and you just have me at via Simone at via Simone at via dot Simone, excuse me, on Instagram and at via Simone underscore on Twitter. Um, right now I'm trying to figure out what I have coming up. I'm definitely trying to do more activations of the Twitter party. I would really love to have like a bonnets and do rags party. Um, so listen, listen I just need an event space. Girl, girl, so we're going to talk about that offline. Girl. Yes. yes, please follow me. Um, so you can keep up with me and all the cool stuff that I have going on. And please feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions, bow, ideas, bow, anything. Bow. But like I said before, Thank you so much for coming, and we're gonna wrap it up here. Wrap and up, yeah, so <laughs> yo, shout out to the engineer Jesse. Yes, shout out to Jesse. Shout out to Jesse. Patient with us. Shout out to him. Yes. Super <laughs> high class. Super high class. But quality, until platinum quality. <laughs> <laughs> but until next time, y'all, stay tuned.